0: Hello, I'm Ali Khan. Welcome to the Shape Your Work podcast. Together with my co-host, Simone Fenton Jarvis, today we'll cover some crucial and sometimes overlooked factors of workplace commitment. We're talking about reward and recognition. Now you might be wondering why something so specific? Well, at Shape, we research the most universally important factors in the workplace that drive productivity. Our podcast focuses on unpacking each of these factors one of those is how you reward and recognize your staff so let's start with a definition we're not talking about salaries here but much more about the intrinsic reward about acts of appreciation that lead to these incredible feeling of authentic connectedness achievement and being valued sounds really obvious simone but shall we define reward and recognition
1: yeah, sure. So I guess simply put um, a, a gesture of, you know, gratitude, appreciation, um, it can be any type from a surprise, thank you, coffee from the boss, uh, for commendable, you know, performance, it could be cash equivalent bonus for going above and beyond, um, you know, work back from the value that the reward and recognition has for your your, your people. Um, so appreciation is super important. And I guess you've you've got some really interesting insights on on appreciation haven't you
0: yeah that's right thanks simone um you know in 2014 um bcg conducted some amazing groundbreaking research to better understand the looming crisis in the labor supply by the year 2030 and it's all the more scary now because 2030 isn't all, all that far away now And they conducted this global survey of more than 200,000 people in nearly 190 countries. And they covered everything in their topics from job preferences, attitude to mobility, skills, relevancy and much more. Look, the punchline was they concluded that the GDP of nations depends on the productivity of the people in the country. And there's a huge gap between qualified labor and quality of supply so however more relevant to us today the top four most sought after topics by the respondents all related to culture all right simone are you ready for a little quiz oh so, yeah number four and we'll work our way to number one what do you think were some of the top most topics that they uncovered that were related to culture free food Very good, but no. (laughs) Number four was having a great relationship with the boss. Uh, Number three?
1: Uh, Christmas party.
0: Okay, So, the number three was enjoying a great work-life balance. Number two? Oh, number two
1: can see how they're so sensible. Um, and I'm thinking about the, the acts of culture uh, that I get talked about all day, every day. I'm going to go the workplace that has got a table tennis table, the bean bags, the filament light bulbs. You know, what does the physical space look like in the culture?
0: That's probably not far off, actually. They're the contributors to number two. So number two was having a great relationship with colleagues. And look, you know, the top priority worldwide was actually our topic being appreciated for your work so it really proves that people want re- recognition they want appreciation and that was 2014 that's well before the pandemic so thinking about that human experience Simone would you hazard a guess at where we are right now how are people feeling about this
1: yeah I think the pandemic has like distanced us we've like forgotten the basics so I'm thinking back to pre-pandemic, the, the little small acts of appreciation, like, you know, yeah, my me, me colleague bringing me a coffee because they know I've had back-to-back meetings, um, somebody's birthday and they bring cake in for the team, um, and all of them, like, just small things that happen in an office. And it's, you know, I guess while people have been working remotely and now in a hybrid way, um, now we've kind of started returning. Um, I do think the pandemic has distanced us a little bit, and it feels like at times things have felt a bit transactional. Um, And, you know, a a Gallup study has found that two out of three workers say they haven't received praise for doing good work in the past seven days, which I just find a bit depressing, really. You know, it's a a basic human need is to feel valued. Um, You know, it's... Your question is is you know is your company making that same mistake how are you recognizing um,
0: your your colleagues yes man that's really interesting especially about just getting the simple things right you know that Gallup research um, also suggests that the more talented the employee is the faster they want to leave so there is some sort of paradox there I, I wonder but Um, it's better than having disengaged employees. So it's really important to start recognizing those star employees for their effort. And it's helpful, I guess, to introduce appreciation behavior. Um, You know, you talked about somebody just being um, considerate considerate enough that, you know, they wanted to just get you a drink because they saw that you were really busy in back-to-back meetings. That's appreciation behavior. But first, let's cover things that employees can do to get that reward and recognition as well so you know what can they do from their perspective to to earn it
1: yeah i think you know things to feel appreciated at work and to start appreciating others things that stand out for me is the people that are passionate about the work um, and they they go above and beyond they deliver higher than expected Um, they're always kind of reaching out and Almost like just, yeah, taking one step further to achieve what we need to achieve as a team. Um, I think the second thing that stands out for me is when people volunteer for new responsibilities. So helping to take the burden off co coworkers, um, just kind of, yeah, it's a team game um, and just digging deep when people, you can see people are like overpiled a little bit and they go, you know, I'll, I'm gonna help them get this off their plate. I think the third thing would be take initiative, um, you know, being visible, being vocal. Um, the fourth thing would be learn a new skill, um, something that adds to the portfolio as well as the company. Um, and the, the, the fifth one, really, and it might seem obvious, but it's just to remember to just be a good human. If you want to be appreciated at work by your colleagues, be a good person. Um, you know, in is there a good way to measure how employees feel about reward and recognition?
0: Yep, there is definitely, you know, a good survey. You knew I was going to say that will link to, you know, the reward and recognition aspect, um, you know, really well. So imagine getting correlations between job satisfaction, engagement, commitment. Um, and, and actually just a, a word on that, get the model right. When people overlook the science, they, when I speak to companies, they tell me, yep, yep, we do well-being. we already cover engagement. But the the, the literature actually on on this one is a a little bit um, uh, convoluted and uh, not so clear. So so in in SHAPE, what we've done is job satisfaction is about the job. Engagement is at the team level. So it's physical, tangible um, engagements that you're having with other people. And therefore, commitment is to the company. There a lot of models out there when you speak to people, they talk about engagement at the company level, but you don't engage with a company, you engage with people in the company. So, so think about whether your employee survey asks about these kind of aspects that link to uh, the recognition of contribution, organisational fit, and looking forward, You know whether people look forward to the work itself. And all these are signals of a healthy attitude to work. Look at the scores, because if they're looking good, ask yourself, Do you thank your team and your staff performance sufficiently enough, both privately and in open meetings? However, be careful because the research also shows that rewarding disengaged employees, it won't boost their engagement. Uh, So rewards alone don't make an employee engaged. So use rewards in the right context. You need to measure. You need to know and fix a number of the underlying issues as well. all that being said what about the practical things that managers can do simone to uh, recognize and reward uh, the work of their uh, uh, their team
1: yeah do you know before i answer that i'm going to do what i did last episode and go off script again um and because the one thing that's just come to my mind is that that situation that happens when people quit the job and the manager begs them to stay and offers them more money to stay and all of the research that shows that after six months, they've left the organisation anyway. Do you think that kind of plays a part here as well, is that you're almost rewarding someone that's halfway out the door and then they go anyway?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, it, it, you know, it's a really good point. It comes back to those underlying factors. Whilst at the surface level, like the iceberg example you used last time as well, um, we can see that we're fixing the things that will solve the problem. It really is only a short term fix and a plaster that's only going to peel off and, um, you know, really show the wound again. Unless you really get to the root cause, you know, why are people unhappy with what you know, they're seeing at work? Why are they not engaged so much? Why do they not feel right about their job and why are they are not committed to the company? So, so those underlying factors will help that much more. Uh, and it's the right way to do it.
1: Yeah. So, you know, what the practical things, I guess, then that managers can do to recognise, reward, good work. I think the first thing that really, really kind of gets my go all the time is that reward and recognition recognition. It can't be a gimmick. Um, you know, it needs taken seriously and it needs to meet the employee's personal needs and desires. Um, do they have a say? Do they have a choice? You know, what what is reward and recognition? the best companies that I've seen out there are almost kind of giving this pick and mix of these are things you could have and you click and you get almost credits. And it's that I want this, I want this, I want this. Um, But they're the more extrinsic stuff, like the intrinsic. um, Again, it can't be a gimmick. Um, Just avoid be careful of that. And according to Deloitte, um, recognition increases employee engagement, productivity and performance by around 14%. So, you know, that that's a Big, big impact on performance. Um, so, you know, make every compliment personal, using that positive, relevant words to understand and recognize achievements. Um, do something that outwardly recognizes them in person. So, is it coffee? Is it lunch? Um, you know, is it a message on a, a group chat? You know, consider the non financial rewards. So, is it a, a movie ticket? Is it a, a gift card? A voucher? You know, not only does it motivate, but it also encourages fun. Um, So team days out, for example, for good performance. So, you know, magnify the recognition, um, share across platforms, recognize hard work in front of others. Um, Remember that, you know, the digital platforms are good, but they're not a proxy for human voice. Um, there's so much power and even hearing somebody say your name, all the research and all the science is there. So go read about that if you're interested. But the impact of, you know, you're in a quiet room and you hear somebody talking about something that you know about, or you're here, your voice, you're, you're your name spoken about, sorry, um, you you hear it even in a busy room. There's all the science is there. And it's it's that connection bit. So, you know, plus, you know, just remember that not not always accurate on the reflection of likes and likes and you know take time to interpret. Just because something's got a hundred likes doesn't mean that it's the most liked thing. It's probably just that it's been seen the most. Um so you know, sharing a thumbs up and a love art is a great thing to leave someone with, but do it wisely, sparingly, and agree a system with colleagues so it does actually become meaningful.
0: Fantastic, Simone, This is really, really good advice. So, so I guess it's getting time to um, to wrap up. And you know, today we've been through quite quite a few things here. We've really, hopefully, uh, given some inspiration to the listeners about the importance of reward and recognition, how to think about it from the employee's perspective, and also how to think about it from the manager's perspective. Um, quick recap, Simon.
1: Yeah, um, I like doing this bit. So it's uh, the reward and recognition is everybody's responsibility. It's not up to the team leader, it's not up to the manager, it's not up to the CEO. Everybody can reward and recognize each other. So, you know, everyone plays a pivotal role. Um, Meeting that company level productivity is directly linked to personal productivity. Employees most want the great relationships with their managers and colleagues, a great work-life balance and to feel appreciated focus on them three things if your diversity and inclusion agenda doesn't cover these definitely start now um, and that peer-to-peer recognition is as important as the manager is to the, the people the staff um, so yeah just a just a few things there to wrap up with
0: all right thank you for listening today Join us on the Shape Your Work LinkedIn community channel for more workplace topics and podcasts as well. You can follow both Simone's and my socials to learn more about what we do as well. And remember, if you found something useful worth sharing, please think twice. Keep it to yourself. Attract the best talent, recognise their good work and make your workplace the envy of your competitors. Till next time.